Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartland Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths, sensitive souls, and those that resonate with my content. So welcome. I'm so excited to have you. If you're new here, then welcome. Welcome to the love tribe. And if you're returning, then hello. I'm so excited and happy to have you back. Today, we're going to dive in and we're going to talk more about how a love scarcity mindset could be affecting us on a much deeper level. So, so far, we've learned a little bit more about what love scarcity is and some of the science of it, but how does it affect us on a much deeper level? Okay, let's go ahead and dive in. So first, we have to recognize that love and belonging is a basic human need. So it's right in between safety and our self-esteem. So when we don't feel a sense of love and belonging in our lives, this can greatly affect our self-esteem. In fact, what is really, really interesting is that we all have an attachment system, which is the way that we bond and connect with others. And there's several different attachment styles. They're secure, there's avoidant, there's anxious, and there's fear or disorganized. And we cover so much more about this in the Love Scarcity Masterclass. So if you're interested in learning more about your attachment style and how it was formed or how it was created and how to begin to shift that, I think that'll be a really great class for you. It's self-paced, so you could do it in your own time. There's no pressure and you could just really learn more about yourself and you can connect with a private community along the way as well. But let's dive back into it. So we all have these different attachment styles. Some of us feel more anxious in relationship, meaning we may tend to feel more clingy or more needy in relationships, or maybe we start to freak out when someone pulls away. Or maybe we feel avoidant when someone starts to get too close to us. What is so fascinating is that your self-esteem is highly connected to that attachment system. If you feel a sense of unworthiness, this will tap right into that attachment system and exacerbate it drastically. When we have a lot of negative self-talk, when we have a low sense of self-worth, we tend to reach out more for that validation. We reach out to say, I need someone to say, I don't feel like this. I'm seeking that comfort. I'm seeking that reassurance because we create a very unhealthy and dangerous and fear-based environment emotionally within ourselves. So if our self-esteem is low, then it becomes very challenging for us to build these healthy, secure relationships. But (laughs) when we are feeling that sense of loss when it comes to love and we don't feel like we belong to something, it brings down our self-esteem more so we can get stuck in this vicious cycle. So this is why when people feel more lonely or they feel more isolated, the fear of rejection goes up even more. So it's almost like the chicken before the egg type of thing, but at our base level and foundation, if we don't feel strong within our sense of belonging and feeling connected to one another, that's going to heavily impact your self-esteem. So we have to understand that if we have this mindset in regards to love scarcity, 
we're going to limit ourselves drastically to get to that higher self-esteem. So it can be impacting you way more than we may think. Another way that your love scarcity mindset could be inhibiting you is that we don't realize how much touch and affection is so, so important to our system. So we all have an oxytocin system, which is a hormone that's naturally produced whenever we bond and connect. So this hormone is often released in response to childbirth, labor, and things of that nature because the mother will need to bond and connect with her baby. So it's really that bonding love hormone that we get and it's released whenever we feel touch and whenever we cuddle and whenever we feel that warmth and affection. So they did this whole study on children growing up in the 50s and 60s that did not receive that parental bonding. And what they found was that those that only received their needs being met through food and water and shelter, when it came to growth and development, they were highly stunted socially, emotionally, physically. So being able to make sure that we're getting enough touch is so, so important. So in the United States, we have a very high amount of touch deprivation and it shows, right? It shows in the way that people are reacting to one another. I'm not saying that every country is great everywhere else, but we're really siloed very often here in this country. Everyone's so divided and so skeptical of each other because we're lacking that sense of unity. So when we don't feel a lot of touch and connection and affection, this can reduce your oxytocin levels, which is needed in order for us to continue to develop and thrive. So as babies, if that oxytocin system was not developed properly, meaning they didn't get enough positive touch or enough touch at all, Well, it can be really challenging to self-soothe yourself. So you'll notice this is something we do unconsciously, but whenever we feel a little nervous or we feel anxious, we will touch ourselves. Maybe we'll rub our arm or maybe we'll fidget or maybe we'll touch our hair. This is an unconscious thing that we do, but it is a way that we self-soothe ourselves in times of anxiety. So whenever we feel touch, especially from our partners or friends or family, we feel those hugs, that sense of touch goes straight to that nervous system and it can soothe you and it can calm you. But if it isn't developed properly, it can be really hard for you to calm down your sense of anxiety, right? So some people can't get enough relief through touch. So they have to find relief in other ways. But this is a part of our natural design is to have touch, is to connect, is to bond. So that's another way that love scarcity can really block you because if you are blocking yourself away from love, or if you're in this mindset that it's hard to receive love or give love, then we can block ourselves from getting enough touch. And it can harden us over time. Absolutely. Sometimes we can have this mindset that 
We've done everything ourselves, right? We don't need anyone else. But what we don't realize is that we are highly dependent on each other way more than ever, right? Who built your house? Who built your car? Who helps you with your transportation? Who did the farming for you to get the food you need? Who helped you get access to the food that you're consuming? Who provided the food for you? Who made sure you had clean water to consume? Who made sure that your water was running? Who made sure that your electricity was running so that you could even listen to me? Who created the devices for you to be able to connect with other people digitally? So we have to realize and step out of that mindset of, I don't need anyone. No one ever helps me and realize that we are always being supported and helped by each other. We just don't see it. So we have to begin to see it, right? And so if you're in that mindset, you're kind of creating this resistance to receiving the love that's already of abundance to you, right? So we have to allow for ourselves to have a different perspective on things. We've covered a lot so far. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back after this message. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome back. And we're diving back into how love scarcity affects us on a deeper level. So we covered about touch deprivation. We covered more about our self-esteem and our sense of belonging. And now I want to dive into our overall well-being. So a lot of times you may hear me say that love is the energy to support wholeness, which it is. We don't realize it, but the energy you put in towards something being whole and something being in its healthy state and staying alive, what those actions are is out of love. When we destroy something, when we tear it down, when we break it down, it's either out of fear or out of intent to remove, which is still going to be in fear, right? We want to remove something because it's blocking our pathway. We have to understand that we have our well-being and that well-being consists of our mental well-being, our physical well-being, our emotional well-being, our social well-being, and our spiritual well-being, right? Okay. And so when we love we want to make sure this well-being is in check, right? And a lot of us can get behind, you know, the physical, maybe even the emotional, a little bit of the mental, sometimes the spiritual, but your social well-being is so important. Now I know before I dive into this, I'm going to get the introverts in the room that are going to freak out a little bit. But did you know that in order for you to truly thrive, As a human being, you require six hours a day of social interaction. Six every day. That's one fourth of your day. And some of us get that without realizing it. So if you go to work and you're having conversations with your employees, even if you don't enjoy it, it's still really good for your brain. So we have to be aware that if we're closing ourselves off, if we're blocking people from really getting closer to us, we could be really drastically breaking down our overall well-being by not activating those social skills. 
So your social skills are highly connected to your memory. And this is why when you notice that people that are getting a lot older, sometimes they'll experience Alzheimer's or dementia. And you may notice that a lot of them have gone through a lot of grief or loss. This is something we don't think about when you're young. You don't think about when you get older. You just think about today and sometimes yesterday and maybe the next year. But at some point, we've reached this level of age. And as we get older, people will pass away. So what happens is that you lose those connections. These create deep wounds emotionally in the brain. They do. So experiencing a lot of loss, a lot of grief, but also a lot of times people's families move on. They don't stay connected to the elderly. They don't check on them. They don't spend time with them. And those social skills diminish drastically because we become so isolated. The memory begins to get lost. They're even finding this in a lot of us that went through that pandemic of quarantining and the effects of being so isolated, creating so much memory fog. So if you notice that you feel more tired lately, that things exhaust you easier than they did before previously, that your memory is not as sharp, that your focus is not as sharp, this is an effect, a long-term effect that has happened from the pandemic, right? And so we're feeling that. So we have to be very diligent to make sure that we don't silo ourselves and that we don't retreat too much, that we're still getting some of that social interaction. Even if you're just getting it, you know, online or whatever, great, get something. Make sure that you're talking, that you're exercising your communication skills, that you're able to feel significant with your sense of confidence, that you're able to make sure that you are practicing negotiation or resolving conflict. This is very important for our brains to stay healthy. So if you think about it, even though six hours sounds like a lot, and sometimes it is when you're in the wrong company, right? So we want to be intentional. We want to be mindful about who we're spending our time with. We want to make sure it's positive energy, that it adds value to our lives, that we feel empowered, we feel inspired, we feel connected. Making sure we're getting enough social interaction is so important for our overall sense of well-being. And if you have a love scarcity mindset, that can block you from opening up to others and making sure that your needs are truly met on every level. So everything supports each other, right? So social well-being supports your emotional well-being, which supports your mental well-being, which affects your physical well-being. So you can't just give attention to one thing and not expect for everything else to feel balanced, okay? So how a love scarcity mindset could be affecting you on a much deeper level is that it can create a distorted perception of yourself. So it's kind of going back to self-esteem, but we can really distort how we perceive ourselves when we have a love scarcity mindset. So when we feel that sense of unworthiness, when we feel as though we are not able to give love, to be able to be loving to others or to be able to receive love, 
right? To allow others to love us. This distorts our perception. We begin to look through this lens at ourselves as though we are so rejected. (laughs) And what we'll do is that we will focus on what we reject about ourselves and we'll magnify it towards ourselves. So we'll pick out things that we perceive as flaws and we'll magnify it. We'll focus on it so heavily and we can begin to get trapped within that image. So a lot of times you'll hear people talk about narcissism and narcissists, right? Narcissism is a personality disorder when one is trapped in their own image and they can't see anyone else. That's pretty much it. And I know sometimes it comes with these signs of entitlement and all that kind of stuff. But we have to realize that when we are trapped in our own image, when we can't see anything but only ourselves, especially when it's distorted in such a negative way, we will almost feel jailed within our own being. And that's not how we're designed, right? Your physical expression is an expression of your energy. Your physical expression is an expression of your energy. This is why we're able to transform and we're able to look like over a thousand different people, right? You ever noticed when just through aging, the way people age, or when they go through traumatic events, or when they gain weight, or when they lose weight, or when they change their hair, or when they change an attitude, or when they carry themselves a certain way, or the clothes that they choose, all of this has the capability of creating so many different variations of who we are. So if we're carrying a love scarcity mindset, we're projecting out a very distorted image of ourselves unnecessarily. So is this resonating with you right now, right? We're really seeing like, ooh, this has some very major effects that we may not realize. So I hope that this is helpful for you to really understand how deep this mindset runs so that we can begin to shift it in new ways. Okay. So again, thank you so much for tuning in. We do have a little more to cover, so definitely stay tuned for more. We are here every Tuesday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is Heartblend Podcast.